Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Church Solutions Podcast. And this is episode, I've lost track. What is it, Steve? Episode 12? I've lost track as well. Is it are we that far along? Uh, we're moving quite along here on these different podcasts. So uh, Steve Lacey is with me. He's our president and CEO of JSL Solutions, hence the name Church Solutions Podcast, and my name is Phil Thompson, and Steve, what's our company do? We provide uh, technology for ministry, so it's a, a bunch of broad areas. We uh, Right now, our focus is on streaming, but we also provide uh, mobile apps as well as uh, church management systems and church websites. And Steve and I have been doing this podcast for a while. We've uh, JSL Solutions has been in business since... 2001, and uh, we have recently started doing podcasts because we want to help you, enable you as a church volunteer, a church leader, a church pastor, to uh, to help get your church to the next level. And we talk a lot about technology, but we also talk about other things, such as leadership and helping your church grow and things you can do, sharing tips on how to make uh, your church a better place for people. And uh, by the way, uh, we'd encourage you to go to our iTunes uh, broadcast. We, we do these podcasts all over the place, but they are listed on iTunes. And check us out under Church Solutions and give us a review. And let us know what you think about that stuff. Be honest. And we just would love to hear from you on uh, the iTunes. So just search Church Solutions under podcasts. So, Steve, what are we going to talk about today? So today we're going to talk about six things that can help bring people back your church. And here's our here's where we're coming from on this thing. So most of you, if you're listening to this podcast, you have an interest in technology, probably. You have an interest in using technology to help uh, people find your church, connect with other people in your church, reach people, reach new people, I'm hoping, those kind of things. And unfortunately, what happens a lot of times, and I work with churches a lot, uh, not just in the tech area, but also in doing some consultation and stuff, and Steve has been involved in church leadership for many, many years. Uh, You know, like for instance, recently I I worked with a church that spent tens of thousands of dollars on a website, on social media, on advertising, and and, uh, did a pretty good job with a a company they hired to do that. It wasn't us, but somebody else. And unfortunately, there were things that when people would walk into their facility, well, there were some things that... Uh, needed some improvement on. And so, for instance, just to give you a little example here, uh, you know, a church might spend a lot of money on advertising and, and getting people in the door, like I said earlier, through signage, websites, all that stuff. But then when they walked in the door, they didn't have greeters. They didn't have really any organized ushers. They didn't have even a way to keep track of new visitors and really connect with them on a systematic basis. And so what we're getting at today is that you can do a lot of things outside your church to try to reach people. And some of you are doing streaming video with us or somebody else, or you're doing a responsive websites or you're doing, um, you know, mobile apps. 
But there are some things that when people actually walk in your door, uh, you need to get those things, make sure those things are taken care of, because otherwise you're kind of wasting your money. Right, Steve? Oh, exactly. I think the the first impression is where uh, people are going to make their decision. I mean, within the first few minutes of arriving at a church for the first time, they're deciding whether they're going to come back or not. So that's it's really important. That's to, really true. To do do it right and do it well. And some stats are out there that people make a decision the first two minutes uh, when they walk in. So two or three minutes, they've made a decision if they're coming back. And so that could involve your kids' ministry, uh, what people see. So uh, getting at this whole deal here, and this is something that a lot of pastors or even church people hate to see this, but I'm going to bring it up anyhow, because really, we're all consumers out there. And we, as a consumers, we make choices every day, right? I mean, we decide, you know, what I've got somebody that's going to come over and work on my Ford excursion today. We're taking a, a little vacation next week, and I'm going to have him work on the brakes. I've known this guy for years. and But you make decisions on who works on your cars, your vehicles. What else do you make decisions on? Well, you make decisions on, uh, we just, we're getting ready for a wedding, and we were deciding what to wear to the rehearsal dinner. My wife decided where we're going to, I needed some pants and a shirt. And so she decided where we're going to shop. and what we're going to get and that sort of thing. So you guys are finally getting married after living together for 20 some years. <laughs> Our son is finally getting married. <laughs> yeah. Yes. After attending college. I know that. But no, I guess we've been married for 28 years now. Wow. Yeah. You got four kids and your, uh, the first wedding is happening this Saturday. So congratulations. Uh, so yeah. So, I mean, stuff you buy, we're all doing this. Okay. I mean, it's just the way it is. Well, guess what? There are people out there looking for churches today, and in some ways, they're consumers. And and I'm not saying that you do everything the same way a store or a retail would store would do when it comes to running your church, but you need to be aware that there are people looking out there, and they're making decisions on where to go to church, where to you know put their family in a in a in a community of, of believers, and those kind of things. And so, uh, it's important for us as volunteers, leaders, church leaders, pastors, to make sure that when you know people walk in the door, they have a good experience. They have a great experience, and an experience that basically translates to saying, hey, we're glad you're here. Thanks for deciding to be with us today, and we hope that you know that we think you matter, and you matter to us, and you matter to God. So what you're doing communicates a lot to people when they walk in the door, and although some people hate to see that word consumer in the church context, there's a lot of truth to that. So right. I, it's really important to be able to make a connection, an honest connection within those first few minutes. Um, exactly. So there are barriers that people run across whenever they walk into anything, a church, a, a business or something. And the idea is to remove those barriers that could potentially keep somebody from returning. And, uh, you know, not every church is for everybody. So that's, you know, some people, you they're going to walk in your church and they, eh, it's just not for me. You could be doing everything right, but it's just not for me. And that's okay. But uh, we want to try to remove the barriers. And uh, businesses are learning this and churches are learning this because we want people to have a good experience. So we're going to talk today about probably about six things here in the next 25 minutes on, on what you can do to help people connect with you, connect with God, newer people especially, and uh, here's some ideas. These are some suggestions that you could could use. So what's number one on our list today, Stephen? So number one on our list,
list is maintain your facility in the best possible condition. So that means, and this is hard because if you walk in your facility every day or several times a week, there are things that you have just got used to seeing that, that if a new set of eyes saw those same things, they might not like it, or at least it would stick out to them. Uh, so, you know, what are some things? And this is, these are very easy things to. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, water stains on ceiling tiles, oh, yeah. coffee spills on carpeting, um, you know, just, uh, a trash can that's that's not in a in a good location that's full of trash. And, you know, some of the things that I guess you run into this at your home as well. Um, you don't realize. I mean, it's great for us for to um, we host our life group every week, and one of the things that uh, is good about it is we clean the house every week, <laughs> and so we you, it forces you to put on some a new set of eyes. And kind of walk around the house and go, oh, yeah, that might not look good if I was the first time I was ever coming to this thing. So it's just, you know, it's straightening it up and, and getting things presentable. We have, uh, we're going on vacation for a week, as I mentioned earlier next week, and we got Katie coming over. And I was looking at some stuff with Katie. I thought, oh, we need to make sure we kind of straighten that up when she comes here. So, yeah, cobwebs, those kind of things. And this is stuff that's normal stuff, but we get used to seeing it all the time. And so we don't think anything of it. Uh, but uh, for newer people, those things stick out. And what they do is they they uh, they communicate a message to newer people. Uh, and it, depending on how extreme it is, it could be, you know, it could be, uh, this church is dead, dirty, they don't care. Uh, or, uh, you know, just, they don't care about their facility or whatever it might be. I remember, uh, not to drag this out too long, but I remember... When I went to start a church in Kansas years ago, we started with four families, and we actually had a facility, which was great, and the four families we had were wonderful people, but uh, they were all kind of related to each other to some degree, and the nursery area of our children's department was just kind of a mess, and uh, they had a real hard time understanding that we needed to clean that nursery every single after every single service, uh, because new people were coming in, and New people didn't want their kids exposed to, you know, well, you know how kids are. And it was just tough for them to, to understand that. They finally got it. But so there's lots of little things like your kids area, your, your sanctuary, your worship center, even stuff out front, uh, trees that might need to be trimmed, parking lot needs to be cleaned a little bit. You get what we're saying, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and this is really important. I mean, I, I remember going through this as we moved into town. And we were doing our initial church shopping. And I think I've told you this before, but um, we visited a church that was actually meeting in a hotel. And it was um, it was not a problem meeting in a hotel. It was great. It was clean. It was you know well taken care of until we went to drop our kids off and found the kids were in a hotel room. And it just wasn't, you know, it just it left a bad, bad taste in our mouth. So it was just kind of strange. Not a, not a. Uh, it was a hotel room with a bed and a shower and a bathroom and that whole bed. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 it's really important to uh, take, put on a good face when, uh, you know, when people are showing up. 
it's really true. And again, we get used to things ourselves. When new people come in, it's different. All right, so moving on a little bit, uh, let's move a little. We mentioned the parking lot. Uh, something you might consider is that you might consider at your church maybe having some traffic attender volunteers out there that help people. Maybe your parking lot is not that small. It's not a huge deal, but, but you might at least have somebody out there around the parking area that's available so when people get out of their cars, they can greet them and maybe point them to where the entrance is. Uh, Steve, you and I have gone to visit churches and, and churches and help them with things, uh, you know, kind of in a consulting role. And sometimes we've had hard times trying to f- figure out where the where's the office or, or how do we get into this place? Yeah, where do you go? Yeah, <laughs> reminds me of uh, I used to attend uh, actually Chuck Swindoll's church in California. I lived in California, and they did something that was a little strange. Uh, they did have a traffic volunteer, but when you pull into the parking lot. They would stick up one finger or two fingers and kind of ask you one or two. And it was really, you didn't know what was going on if you're a first-time visitor. And what they were asking, are you coming for one service or two services? (laughs) But they weren't talking to you. They couldn't talk to you. So, But, uh, I mean, they were were right getting, because at Swindoll's Church, it was actually really crowded. And if you're going for two services, they would double park you in uh, in the parking lot. Interesting. So, you know, communicating and having somebody out there and then having good signage out there, too. So when people are parking, you know, where's some signs and maybe you have some signage for uh, guest parking or or whatever. But then also signs to point people, OK, depending on your campus, depending on your church yeah. facility, you know, how do I get to where we want to go to? You know, yeah. where's the worship facility? Where do I take my kids? Yeah, yeah you know, it's uh, it's really good to you know have the the experience from the parking lot have people really easy to understand where to go and what to do. And and that even translates to inside the facility. I mean, when people actually do get inside your lobby, you know, are, is, are there signs around that show people where the restrooms are, where the kids areas are, where, where, you know, the, the actual sanctuary or worship center is depending on your facility. And even if you have a small facility, it's nice to have those, those things out there. So uh, again, these are tips, you know, and I'll just repeat myself. If you're, you know, if you want to reach people, maybe you're using technology to try to reach people. But again, when they get to your facility, you know, what are they seeing? What What's going on? So uh, let's continue in the tar- in the parking lot mode. Uh, what do you do when it's raining outside? Do you just let people, you know, run for well, the, run well, for the we door? We would recommend that you would have some greeters out front with some umbrellas. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, it's it shows some real hospitality, and it really gives people the the sense of the impression that hey, these people care for me. There's some people out here with umbrellas that help us get there. We don't have that much of a problem here in Tucson, although we do get monsoons and we do have some rain, and so it's always good to have that. So you know, just a little tip there to help you. All right, so once people get in the door, what's another good point we can make here? Well, it's always good to, you know, have some coffee and donuts or some, you know, finger foods to just kind of encourage the the people connection and to make people comfortable with um, being able to grab a cup of coffee, grab a donut. It's just conducive to a nice, casual, friendly atmosphere. You know, when you're new, too, and you're walking in the door for the first time, especially if you get there early, because many times new people will show up to your church early. And it's kind of an awkward time if you're there a little earlier than everybody else, because as we know, 
most regular church attenders show up late, or they show up at the last minute. But if you're new, a lot of times you're walking in early because, you know, you're trying to figure out how to get to the place or whatever. And uh, I ran across this by accident many, many years ago when I was a senior pastor, and I found that, boy, if people just had something to put in their hand while they're waiting, while they're standing or, or even sitting, it made them more comfortable. So either coffee or, you know, juice or something, water, uh, you know, it made, it just seemed to make, it made people more feel at ease to have, to have a beverage or something while they're waiting. Exactly. So as we continue to go through this process of how to really keep people coming back, especially newer people to your church, uh, we get back to the area of volunteers. And again, uh, I mentioned this at the very beginning of our podcast here. Uh, you know, I know a church has spent a lot of money on advertising and getting people in the door for their grand opening, and they did not really have designated volunteers or greeters to provide any kind of personal attention <laughs> to to guests <laughs> walking in the door. And and I would encourage you if you don't have this now, uh, maybe put together a team and and. Get some people that understand what it means to greet people. So you want people that are a little more extrovert, if possible, or at least understand that smiling is a good thing to do when you greet people. Uh, have them understand, you know, give them some personal attention. You know, where are the kids' ministries? Where are the bathrooms? Be able to answer questions about the church. Uh, those kind of things, having volunteers lined up makes a huge difference. And I'm not saying you you know, jump all over these people and you, you know, you kind of mug them or anything, but you've got these people strategically placed around the church. And I would suggest even a name tag for these people. Yeah. It's a real skill to be a greeter. Um, there's, there are good greeters and there are not, not as good greeters. (laughs) And that's going to be, I think one of the, I mean, that's going to be their first contact with a person at the church. So it's important to, you know, have the people with the giftings there, uh, you know, using their giftings. And as you mentioned, friendly smile, just the people that, you know, the type of personality people warm up to quickly. Um, what would be good to have if you don't have it at your facility is to have some kind of an information table, some kind of a table or a booth or something that's set up so that when people are walking in the door for the first time, there is a place they can easily identify it says, you know, info table or something like that. And your info table should have material on, on, on the table. And not a lot of material, but material that says, you know, here's our church. Maybe a brochure about who we are, your vision, your purpose, uh, some, some inf- information about the church where they can, you know, uh, program guides. I would suggest, you know, pretty much every church still uses bulletins. Uh, although we'd encourage you to consider going digital with those bulletins, but uh, have those bulletins there. We would encourage you to have greeters, all your greeters to have bulletins and programs, whatever you want to call them, so that uh, those people will get something, you know, from you. And, and again, they can, they can sit, if they're sitting there waiting for the service to begin, they can read some stuff. But getting back to the info table, it would be really important to have an info table and so that people, when they walk in, they can look at it. They get some idea. And by the way, while I'm on this soapbox, uh, don't put a bunch of stuff on your info table 
just put a little bit on there, pretty much about the church. Uh, what I find that some churches decide to do is that when they have signups for, we call them potlucks, but you know, uh, signups for different activities and events. Sometimes you can overload that info table with, you know, uh, depending on what your church is doing, if certain Bible studies during the week, certain small groups during the week, uh, certain activities happening, hiking, you know, all those things are good. But if you overload that info table with a bunch of stuff, it just gets overwhelming. It's kind of like what we said earlier on one of our other podcasts about websites. If you have just too much stuff on there, it just overwhelms people. Exactly. And so put the important stuff about your church and, and, and you know, uh, if you want them to sign up for something, maybe just sign up as a guest and uh, get on their, on your newsletter or something like that. But, uh, you know, again, volunteers are important. And Steve, you mentioned that not all volunteers are great greeters. <laughs> so when you're talking about choosing a greeter, you want to treat, you want to really choose somebody that's more of an extrovert, um, somebody that's, has good understanding of your church, somebody you can trust that's not going to overwhelm people, but is friendly. Yeah, you want someone with a heart for these new people, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, um, at our church, we have a person a person that um, just is naturally gifted. She has a real heart for getting to know these brand new people, making them comfortable. Um, and it's just, it's a real gifting. There's probably half of our church um, say could probably say they they came back because of this particular individual wow that's yeah that's powerful too uh, now that person's hard to find and so you you're you know honestly if you're in leadership or involved in your volunteers in some capacity uh i would take some time to really uh, interview some people that that you know have those giftings that steve just mentioned that is warm friendly cares for people has a passion for people uh, you know, you don't want somebody that's going to smother someone, but, but somebody that's got a good understanding and, and, and is not afraid to talk to new people and, uh, you know, has a little bit of tact. So take some time to choose that person or, or those people. Uh, because again, like Steve said, you don't want just anybody doing it because it, it can be, uh, again, kind of an awkward situation there. <laughs> and, and, uh, but again, as we talk about this, you know, we're, Again, we're spending a lot of money. A lot of churches are, are working hard on doing streaming video that looks good. And, you know, some people see it and they come in the door. But, again, if, if, if what you're saying about yourself on your websites, on, on your streaming services, if they don't match up with, with who you are when, when people walk in the door, it's a huge letdown for new people. Exactly. No, decide maybe this isn't the right place for me. Right. Uh, so, as we move on here, uh, we, we touched on this a little earlier. What's our sixth point, Steve? So, our sixth point, offer great experiences for children. Yeah. Uh, this is real important, especially if you're trying to reach young families, which I hope that you are as a, as a church leader, uh, that you're trying to reach younger families. Uh, you know, and with younger families comes children. And as you said, Steve, you, you had, what, four kids when you were looking around for a church? Uh, at, the, at that time, we, had, we only had three. Okay. But we didn't, we were, yeah, we, we were in that situation where we were kind of going, are you serious? This is where the kids are going to be? <laughs> and, yeah, it wasn't a, it did not leave us well, um, 
with a comfortable feeling. So well, we continued looking for another church. Most people, you know, are going to be really concerned about their kids. I mean, unless you're just somebody that's like, yeah, I've had these kids all week. Here, go in there. Who cares? You know, uh, but most people are going to be concerned about the care of their children. And, you know, what, what do you got for my kids? And are they in a safe environment? Are they in a clean environment? Are they in an environment that they can, you know, learn a little bit about God? And, and uh, you know, you've got to come up with some good experiences for that. So one would be, of course, making sure that wherever you've got your kids, you know, again, the room's clean, it's safe. Uh, you've got adequate volunteers in there because, you know, is depending on the, the age group of the kids, uh, you know, you get 10 kids in a room, especially if they're five or six years old, you know, you, you got their, they're like herding cats, you know, I mean, you got kids going everywhere and, and it's kids are being kids. So you want to make sure you have enough adult supervision and, and that, you know, these parents see that and they understand that. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but, uh, your children workers, uh, you really should do some kind of screening, some background screening, uh, on those kids. I mean, even if you, on this, on the volunteers, because yeah, you may know these people for a long time and they may be just perfectly fine and great, but it's always good to have that documentation so that you can always tell visitors uh, if they ask you questions like, you know, well, hey, do you do background checks on your volunteers? And you can, yes, we, we do. And, and today, background checks, they're not that expensive, and you can have that set up, set up a file for all that. And then you've got that. That could just kind of covers you as a church. And, and again, it sends a good message to your visitors that, hey, we care about our kids so much that we, you know, we make sure we have the right kids, right people involved. Um, and then there's lots of material out there to help you, to help your kids these days, to help your volunteers, your teachers, you know, uh, create some really good uh, material so that you can kind of help them as you lead them to God and introduce them to, to Jesus and those kind of things. But uh, don't underestimate that. That's very important having a good experience for your kids. Uh, I think that's important. Steve, anything else to offer here? We've got a couple more minutes left. Um, we talk about well, I, I just, um, let's see I'm just, I'm struggling with the, um, you know, how to, how to offer some advice to churches. I would, I would recommend that people talk to people that are a part of the church and find out what, why they came back. And that'll kind of point to some areas that you're doing well. And I was trying to figure out, well, what's a good way to figure out why people didn't come back? And you may, again, talk to those same people that had visited other churches and, and find out why they aren't attending that other church. Or just you know talk to people that have um, come and gone, if you have the opportunity to capture them, and find out you know what, what was the impact, what was their reading why they you know didn't come back or why they did come back. And that'll help you tune your um, your facility and service to um, to an optimum condition. Yeah, and again, as we've st- said this all along here during this particular podcast, you know, you're probably spending money. You, you, if you have an interest in technology, that's why you're listening to this. So you're probably spending some money and time, you know, using technology to reach people. So here's here's something to consider. One would be uh, grab somebody. That's like a secret shopper. And there are people that do this for money. Uh, or you could just get maybe a friend of yours who doesn't go to your church and say, hey, come to my church this weekend. I'll buy you lunch or something like that. And say, you know, come in and just kind of give us a critique. Hey, 
How are we doing? What's it look like when you walk in? What's your experience like when you first walk in the door? You know, how, how are we doing on these different areas that, that uh, we just mentioned here? And then get them some, you know, have them give you some honest feedback about your church. And you can be ready, be ready for some honest criticism. That would be a good way. And if you can, if you're able to capture people's information, uh, our church uses what we call a connection card. We have a digital one. We have a one in our program guide. I know your church does, Steve. Not every first-time person will do that. Not every first-time person is going to fill out that card, but some will. And if you present it in such a way where, hey, we're not going to spam you, we're not going to hit you up with a bunch of you know, calls and visitations, we just would like to hear from you and how you heard about us and what you thought about us. And maybe you can even ask them to turn the card in as, as being anonymous, you know, if they're concerned about that. And they'll give you some honest feedback if they can be anonymous. Yeah, that's a great way to get some feedback. Yeah, it's really good. So we're out of time here, but again, you know, we like to talk about these different things besides technology because we know that most of you watching or listening to this podcast, you know, you're you're uh, you're into technology and stuff. But if you don't cover some of these other areas, when people come in the door and some of these things are in disorder, you've just wasted your money. You know, you wasted your money on advertising. You wasted your money and your time on, on doing things because if people walk in. But then they just turn around and walk out, or they come to one service and it was a bad experience. Uh, you know, you've just you've kind of uh, you, you've wasted everybody's time and effort. And the, the you know the goal here is, you know, do people matter? And you know, I don't know about about everybody else out there watching or listening to this podcast, but you know, hopefully that's what you're in this for, as a volunteer or a pastor. You know, people matter to you, and we want them to to know God. We want them to connect with God, and we want them to connect with other people. And, and these kind of tips hopefully will help you. All right, Steve, we're out of time. Thanks for spending some time with us today. All right, it's great being here. If we can help you with anything, uh, streamingchurch.tv is uh, one of our one of our products here, and you can send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Give us some feedback. Go to iTunes, rate our podcast. But a good way to get a hold of us is support at streamingchurch.tv. And if you have any topics you would like us to cover or just feedback on this, we'd love to hear from you. And it's great to spend some time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. So, Steve, we will talk to you later. Thanks for being with us. Have a great day, Steve. All right. Thank you. You too. And, folks, thanks again for you. And we hope that you have a good day. And we will catch you next time on another edition of Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.